All right, everybody. Somebody go ahead and start the music. to the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The professor is in. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. I'm going to dive in and uh, let's just get going on what we want to talk about today and what we're calling this. Uh, and I tried to get numbers. I tried to get it to six or seven or five. Eight's just a big number, but I just couldn't do it. So we're calling this the eight must-haves to achieve greatness. That's kind of a cheesy title there, but I'm, I'm just trying to tell you. Here's, here's where this came from. I was on uh, Amazon Prime last weekend, and I was reading, not reading, I'm sorry, I was actually doing the dishes. And when I do the dishes, I usually pull up my iPad or computer close by, and I turn something on, and sometimes it'll be something fun excuse me, funny or goofy. Sometimes it's a documentary. A lot of times it's a documentary. Sometimes it'll be a podcast. Um, sometimes it's Amazon Prime. It's a movie or whatever. But this time I was looking through Amazon Prime and I actually wanted to find something funny because I had a stressful week and so I just wanted to relax. But what came up was this documentary. And I don't know the name. If you go into Amazon Prime and you just put in greatness, greatness, it's going to come up. Um, but I'm not exactly sure what the... Um, what it was called, but if you, it, you know, again, you just look up for for greatness. The gist of it is this: that they were interviewing uh, famous, uh, very successful, famous athletes. So the ones that stick out in my mind are Pele, uh, Pele, who's the second one? Uh, Wayne Gretzky, Jerry Rice. And then, of course, in there, they talked about uh, some of the greats, people like Tony Hawk, Tom Brady, uh, Michael Jordan. I feel like there's a couple other people in there. They had a coach, a really good coach. I forget his name. Uh, Rocky Marciano, I think, was one of the people who was featured as well. And uh, so, so anyway, I kind of compiled this list. What they were talking about is what does it take to be great, basically? And we all have these different ideas. So what this documentary tried to do is talk to people who've achieved the the absolute pinnacle of success in their field or in their sport. You know, this had to do with athletes. And so I was just writing notes. I was doing the dishes and I was taking notes. And here are eight must-haves. This is what they talk about. If you have these eight things, you are set up for success. Now, some of these are going to surprise you, to be honest with you. Some of these are going to surprise you. So let's just dive in. Number one is this. Do you have an all-consuming passion? All, you, you've got to have an all-consuming passion. Here's what that means. 
I, I made a little note right in front of me that says this, for the love of the game. And here's what it talks about uh, in, in this documentary where it looked at the uh, different people who were incredibly successful. Um, you know, they talked about this idea of Wayne Gretzky and people would come up to him and, you know, you know, say, hey, tell my, you know, uh, people today will come up to him with, with their kids and say, hey, tell my kids how much you practice. Almost in a way of saying, hey, if you're going to be successful, you need to listen and you need to put in the same amount of hours he did. And he talked about this idea is that, you know what, I didn't practice because I wanted to be great. I practiced because I loved the game. I loved the sport. That's why I practiced. And I've heard this from multiple successful people. It's, it's not at this stage of the game. It is not about uh, this idea of making tons of money, right? Like I think about Tom Brady. I think about Michael Jordan. Of course, they amassed millions of dollars. LeBron James, I, I believe he's a billionaire now. But none of these players... Uh, sat on the basketball court when they were 5, 6, 7, 12, 11, 13 years of age, shooting hoops, playing with their friends, playing football with their friends, whatever the sport is that they do. None of them were doing this at the, at the age of eight. I don't think so, at least. I don't, I don't know these people, but my understanding, they weren't doing it so they can make money and buy yachts and buy big homes. They were doing it because they loved the game. They practiced and practiced and practiced because they loved the game. Tom Brady's talked about this before. Is It's just the love of the game. He has respect for the game. He loves the game. And so for him, it's not an idea of going to work, right? So when we're, if we're in a position where we're having to make ourselves go to work at something, that's probably not our passion, right? Our passion is something we easily do. Uh, number two is this. You've got to be driven to mastery. You've got to be driven to mastery. He talks about this idea of rage to master and the ability to learn quickly. Uh, but here's the deal. You've got to be driven towards mastery, whatever field you're in. You're not going to achieve massive success if people have this idea that maybe you're just mailing it in. That maybe you're just, you, you know, maybe you don't care about the thing, whatever the thing is, right? You've got to be on a on the, you've got to be on the edge where you're pursuing mastery. So he talks about this idea of rage to master and the ability to learn quickly. So if you have those two things you want to master, you have this rage to master whatever it is, and you can learn it quickly. And once you learn something else, you, you move to the next level and you rage to master that and learn quickly. That's a must have to achieve greatness. Number three, there's, uh, there's got to be an innate drive for perfectionism and innate drive for perfectionism. They talk in this documentary about Tony Hawk. If you know him, he's a famous skateboard, uh, skateboard uh, I don't know, player, artist, skateboard sportsman. I'm not sure what you, I, I'm not in that world, so I don't know. But they talked about a competition that he was in, and there's actually video out there because uh, they were showing it. There was this competition he was in, and 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 you had to do certain things by a certain amount of time, right? So you had to, within a few minutes or whatever, you know, you had to do your, your tricks or whatever. And he kept messing it up. And so the buzzer went off and he was supposed to end as most people do grab your skateboard and walk off. And he just didn't stop. He kept going. He kept going for eight minutes 
after his time until he finally got uh, whatever it was, finally got the thing right. And I think the lesson for us is this idea of we don't stop. Pele talked about that. He said, man, I'm, I'm just a perfectionist. I want everything to be perfect. I've been around very successful people before, and that is true. And they're not just perfectionists really in their work. They're perfectionists. It's just a character trait about them and everything they do and how they dress and how they show up to the world, how their homes are, how their cars are. They want everything to be perfect. So that's number three. Number four, if you want to achieve greatness, uh, you've got to have overwhelming obsession. I think it was Jerry Rice talked about in, you know, in your free time for most, you know, players, most athletes, they're with their families, they're with their, you know, spouses, partners, and, uh, and you focus on that for a little bit. But then at some point in the night, you put your kids to bed and you go back to thinking about whatever it is. And I think there'd be people who would say that even when they're with their family, they're thinking about whatever it is. That's what we're talking about, this overwhelming obsession. But again, it's not forced. It's just who you are. It's what you do. An overwhelming obsession with whatever it is, the love of the game or the game you're playing, whatever it is. Um, number five, uh, you're not going to like this one at all. You're not going to like this one at all. But number five, uh, you, you see this in the greats. There's enormous negative motivation. Positive motivation is when you're moving towards something. Negative motivation is when you're moving away from something. For instance, somebody told you you're not going to make anything out of yourself and that drives you. That's a negative motivating factor. Now, it can be argued, hey, it's motivation. So that's a wonderful thing. It's good that people are motivated, but it's also negative motivated. They use the example of Michael Jordan and his Hall of Fame speech and how he got up there. And he just, you know, somebody said it sounded like he was a, a person who, you know, tapped out in fifth grade and never made anything out of himself. That's what it looked like. He was just going off on everybody who, who, who had doubted him. And uh, if you watch the uh, Netflix documentary, uh, and I'm losing the name of it. Uh, oh, my goodness. It's such a great documentary. It's it's about the Bulls. It's about their wins. A lot about uh, Michael uh, Jordan in there. So, again, if you just go to Netflix and just Google that, and the name is escaping me. I'm recording this podcast late at night, and so my mind is not at full capacity. Um, Last Dance. Last Dance. That's what it's called. Um but it's it's like over and over again, you hear Michael Jordan say, and that's when I took it personally. And that's when I took it personally. And what he's trying to say is that every time someone slighted him, he used it as motivation for him to move towards getting another ring, getting another championship. And uh, so it, and it seems like you see this a lot. You see this with Tom Brady. He talks about that, you know, the haters. And he's pretty polite in public, but uh I've heard enough interviews with him to know that those comments drive him. He's negatively motivated. He knows he was the what sixth round, sixth round draft pick for the New York, uh, you know, for the, the New England Patriots, excuse me. And uh, so he's still trying to prove people wrong. I think when he came to the Buccaneers where he's at now, his first year, I think it was all about, you know, everyone was asking, is Tom Brady going to be Tom Brady when he's away from Bill Belichick? And he proved very quickly, he can stand on his own two feet without Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick, actually, that year uh, was the year that, that Tom Brady uh, quit. And I'm sure there's more behind the scenes than what we recognize. I think he quit. or I, I, I don't think he was cut. But, but he wasn't going to get the kind of contract he wanted, so he quit. 
Um, and Bill Belichick did not have a good year that fine, you know, that other year. Now, Bill, now Bill Belichick is a long-term thinker. So he's, I'm sure he's putting together a team. And so we'll see over the next two to three years, how that plays out. But, um, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, these are people who are negatively motivated, but it seems to be that this is a trait of achieving greatness. Um, number six, you've got to have an unwavering belief in the self. That's what the, that's what this movie talks about. And one of the guys actually said that he said, you've got to have an unwavering belief in yourself because no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to believe in you. Right. And he made a very haunting statement, right? You come in this world alone, you, you leave this world alone, right? So you've got to believe in yourself alone. Nobody's going to do that for you. And there's a lot of truth to that. If you can't believe in yourself, why in the world would anybody invest in you uh, and believe in you if you don't have the utmost confidence in what you're bringing to the, to the organization, to the team, uh, to leadership, whatever that position is, right? Um, you've got to have an unwavering belief in yourself. I'm not talking arrogance. I'm talking about confidence, an unwavering belief in self. Everyone who has made it to the, the pinnacle of success in their field has that unwavering belief in their self. Uh, number seven, insane work ethic. This is not going to be surprise and discipline, insane work ethic and discipline. Here's the example they used. They talked about when the Beatles, I think it was John Lennon and Paul McCartney, whenever they would meet in the studio, they had a rule. One of us needs to have a song and we're not leaving the uh, studio until that song is written. So this could have been a day off. This could have been in, in their weeks off. And they're saying, no, if you're in the studio, we're not leaving until a song is written. And they said, sometimes it would take 40 minutes. Sometimes it would take four hours. I'm sure there are many times it took even longer than that. Uh, but you've got to have that insane work ethic and that insane and discipline like the Beatles. We don't leave the studio until a song is written. That's what we do. And I think we need to have that as well if we're on the pursuit of greatness. And then the final one is this, a powerful mentor who believes in uh, you. If you're the person listening to this, you say, man, I want to achieve greatness. I want to know what that's all about. Well, part of it, and this is kind of the luck of the draw, and they even talk about that in there as well. Luck plays a role in this. But some of it, the luck plays in what kind of mentor you get. And it's a powerful mentor. And what I mean by that, it's someone who can put you in a position of leadership. It's someone who can help you get closer to your dream and to your goal. But they believe in you. They're meeting with you. Uh, they become a powerful mentor. So there you go. Here's what I've seen based on this documentary. If you want to achieve greatness, you've got to have these things. Again, all-consuming passion, driven to mastery, innate, innate drive for perfectionism, overwhelming obsession, en enormous uh, negative motivation, unwavering belief in self, insane work ethic and discipline, and finally, a powerful mentor who believes in you. If you have all of these things correct, if you have all these things right in your life, I promise you, you are looking towards a successful future you were looking for. And so I hope you have that if this is what you want. Now, now this isn't for everybody because there's a lot of hard things on this list, a lot of hard things on this list. So this is not going to be for everybody, but these are eight ways that you can achieve greatness. And I hope you'll take some of them and report back to me if you get a chance. I'd love to know how you're doing as well with your dreams and with your goals. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Prof JC Leadership Podcast. I'll see you Friday. Take care.
you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, the Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon. Thank <laughs> you.